Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Hey, this is Pastor Nate, and this is your morning meditation for this morning. So today we're reading again from Matthew chapter 14, and we are going to start reading um, in verse 28 and read uh, through 32. Lord, if it is you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, he said. We talked about that yesterday. Here's the new part. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water, and came toward Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid, and beginning to sink, cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said, why did you doubt? And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. Those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. Now, sometimes we preachers, we like to find something new in the text that we feel like has never been brought out of it before. And sometimes there are those kind of revelation moments where all of a sudden you're like, Wow, I've never seen this before in the text. But a lot of times we need to stick to the lead. There's an old journalism saying, don't bury the lead. Like if the story's about something, write that thing. Don't get all caught up in some details and rabbit trails. And so this is one of those where it's been well established. You've probably heard this story. Jesus comes walking out on the lake. They're terrified. They think it's a ghost. Jesus says, it is I or I am. They re recognize it's Jesus. And so Peter then gets really brave and says, well, if it is you, then tell me to come out to you on the water. And yesterday we, we read that little phrase that said, come. And Jesus is always beckoning, beckoning us to him. Well, then so Peter actually does step out of the water, uh, of the boat into the water on top of the water, actually. And he starts walking on the water toward Jesus. And then these famous words, But when he saw the wind, he was afraid, and beginning to sink, cried out, Lord, save me. And I think we all sympathize with Peter because many of us, we want to live for Jesus. We want to follow Jesus. We're eager like Peter to jump out of the boat and say, God, I want to follow you. If that is you, let me come out to you in the water and and we step out of the boat, and then we also have the same experience. Because let me tell you something, following Jesus is not easy, it's not predictable, it's not comfortable. There are going to be some times where you're out of your comfort zone, and you will be terrified. And this is exactly what happens to Peter. In fact, if we're always comfortable, if we're always, you know, not ever having to risk anything, we might ask ourselves, are we following Jesus or are we just trying to be happy? So Peter steps out, 
he starts to walk toward Jesus and he gets distracted by all the chaos going on around him. He begins to give in to fear. And we all have done this. We all have started out to do something for Jesus and then we get afraid. Uh, we've started out maybe even to live for Jesus. We've, we've gone through our life and we, then we begin to see all these things and we don't know how it's ever going to work out and we begin to get terrified. And even though Jesus said in the Sermon on the Mount, do not worry, you know, seek first the kingdom of God and all this other stuff is going to be added to you. Uh, we don't do that. We begin to worry. We begin to fret. We begin to be afraid. And it just begins to build upon itself and we feel like we're sinking. And then Jesus looks at him and I, you know, tone is really important in conversations. I was talking to a young couple about communication. I was doing some marriage counseling just yesterday and I, I it was like 7% of what you actually, the words you say are only 7% of communication. The largest part is your body language and your tone. And, and so I like to think that Jesus isn't like, you have little faith. Why did you doubt? You know, all mad at Peter, but but almost like that compassionate, oh man, you have little faith. Why did you doubt? Like a parent that sees their child do something that they just wish they wouldn't have done because they know it's going to bring a lot of pain. Um, Jesus just wants him to get the lesson. He wants him to understand that you don't have to be afraid because I am, as he's already said, it is I. I am. I'm with you. And so... We see that after Jesus says this to him, they make it back into the boat and the wind dies down. That big storm that was so ominous and so threatening, the waves that were so high that Peter was terrified of, they all die down. And then the disciples that are in the boat say, truly, you are the son of God. Here is the God who has power over the chaos in our lives. This is the God who took the chaos at creation and hovered over it and began to separate things out and create order out of chaos. He is the God who can create order in your life, even in the midst of the chaos. He is the God that if you will keep your eyes upon him and, <clears throat> excuse me, keep your eyes upon him and not all the distractions and all the fear and all the things that seem like they could go wrong, um, that you will make it safely to the other side. And, and so I want to tell you today that we, we really resonate with this story because we've all been like Peter. We've all had some moments of bravery, then followed up so, by some moments of fear and worry and doubt. And Jesus just says, why did you doubt? It is I. I am. And he calms the storms in our lives. And we're reminded again, oh, this is the Son of God. Or as Jacob said, surely the presence of the Lord was in this place and I was unaware of it. And then we're reminded again that God is with us. No matter what the storms of life bring, no matter how crazy it gets, that we are with the one who can calm the storms, who can make order out of the chaos of our lives. And so honestly, why do, why do we get afraid? Why do we doubt? And Jesus will keep teaching us that lesson as long as it takes. I hope as I grow older 
that I doubt less and I fear less than I did uh, when I was younger because I have seen God come through time and time and time again. And so I go back in my mind to say, God has never failed me and he never will fail me. My wife hates that song, He Never Has Failed Me Yet, because in her mind it says, well, is he going to? <laughs> and so uh, she just wanted to say, he never has failed me because he's never going to fail me. And when we get to that kind of confidence where we realize the God who was in our past will be with us in our future. That's my favorite definition of hope. Realizing that the God who is with us in our past will be with us in our future. And then we can rest and we can trust and we can walk over the chaos of our lives, if you will. Walk on the water with Jesus. Um, we, can, we can even walk straight through chaos knowing that if we seek first the kingdom of God, all these other things will be added to us as well. Hey, that's just a thought for this morning, and I hope you have a great day. Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation. Hey, do us a favor, rate us on iTunes, or even leave some feedback about our podcast so that other listeners can know how much you enjoy your morning meditations. Hey, have a great day.